Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone and welcome to RPG from Scratch. I am your host, Josh LaForge, and with me today is Liam. I like butts and I cannot lie. And Max. It's true. He cannot tell a lie. Doug actually admitted to being out of town this time. Yeah. Which makes you think he's lying. I yeah, bet he's maybe in he's town. probably yeah. He's probably here. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's in the room. Yeah. <laughs> if Doug had LL Cool J level camouflage skills, oh I would be so happy. God. He just he is the table that we're <laughs> yeah. using right now. Yeah. That would be it. Well, just any any real world application of the movie toys mm-hmm. that isn't just the drone prediction yeah. that they made that came true Oof. Yeah. that would be that would be great i look this was a couple years ago i looked for an, a really good clear gif of him standing up and it doesn't exist so i probably have to sit down and make it mm. <sighs> you mean of uh l cool j LL standing, cool up, just standing just up off the couch standing up off, off the couch and having a patterned beret which is my the best part. <laughs> he has the beret still. Imagine pitching that role to LL Cool J. Oh yeah. Hi, uh, Mr. Cool James. <laughs> we have yeah. we got a role for you, sir. Is is the character badass? Well, yeah, yeah, he is. Well, yeah. Also, also silly. Like also kind of silly. Very. Like very silly. Yeah. I don't think his. Uh, his legitimacy is ever in question in no. the movie, right? No. I don't think they ever bring up the direct thing that he's adopted. Like, he's obviously adopted obviously, in yeah. in the logic of the movie, but they never... No. I don't think they ever talk about it. They're never like, well, you're adopted. Like, that never is the conversation. Because they're probably like, yeah, and she's a robot. Like, yeah. Fuck out. yeah. Like, <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's not the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> what, for 1992's toys? I think if the movie is sufficiently obscure enough, which I don't think toys qualifies for mm-hmm. if it's sufficiently obscure enough it is appropriate yes. to spoiler alert like eric romay's seven moral tales or whatever perfect example yes. because i assume all right sorry you're here for the toys podcast we're redoing this we cannot listen if we do a toys podcast without cat she will murder yes. us <laughs> she'll be a special guest for one of the seven planned episodes <laughs> and all the 46 unplanned ones whole episode just on joan so gents Today, at the behest of Liam, and I think he's right, we're going back into mechanics, back into the steps. We're going to fill out the rest of step six. We're going to start with, sorry, you were going to say. I was going to say, do the hustle, baby. I want those steps. All right. So <laughs> you're saying we're Mike and we're getting into the mechanics. That's a, that's a, you know what? I don't know that reference. All out. Mike and the mechanics was a, an 80s new wave band. Oh, okay. Good reference. Just sliding it in. And man, boy, howdy, have we got some steps we haven't got them and that's the problem so <laughs> all in here baby we have at least five here. yeah right? so we've got five done well technically six done zealotry's kind of in flux there's some mm-hmm. there's some mechanical changes that we've implemented since since creating the virtues for step six for zealotry um so i'm implementing those kind of behind the scenes to flesh them out and change the language so it fits what we have currently 
But that's a lot of that is boring and clerical, and, and we'll go over it when we're interesting mostly for sure. finished. Yeah, and we've we've already done most of the mechanical concept work on that, so the rest is just getting the words exact. Yeah, but much like um, a waltz, we have four steps to do that are unfinished. The, the ones that have complete step sixes right now are citadel, death, fire, ice, and scoundrel. Champ, just champ it up then. Yep. Uh, the ones, champ. the ones on the docket are champion, command, marksman, and radiance. So I was gonna say, like, oh, well, we obviously have have favored uh, favored paths, and then you list the four that we didn't do, and I'm like, I think a couple of those we were saving because we're like, nah, dog, later for later. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> like, now the champ and marksman, fuck. Because step six is kind of all over the map in terms of what each path gets. If anybody has an idea about another path while we're working on one, we'll just add it to the list. We're just going to roll with it, and then we'll probably finish them all kind of at once to make sure they get equal representation in this step, even if they're what they've gotten is wildly different. So, for instance, of the things they've gotten, Citadel has gotten a feature called Critical Shove. When they land a crit uh, on a creature size three or smaller, move it one space in any direction, and enter the space it vacated. That's good. Which... That's a great passive. And then they get the second step of their heraldry, which is just a lot of passive buffs. So step six citadel is very passive. I like passive buffs. I also cannot lie. <laughs> well, I, th- I think it works for, for how conceptually the path works is they're a reactionary yeah. player. Like s- stuff happens and a citadel player gets to go, no, it doesn't. Something happens and then he gets to go, this also happens now. Heraldry is great and really interesting, and it's awesome that it's customizable, but you don't get a lot of new toys with Citadel. But that's Mm -hmm. generally Citadel's thing. They're kind of light on toys in general. But also, I think we gave them a bunch of reactionary abilities, and we've stated that they don't get the same limits on, like, they they just get to have that in their back pocket. I mean, mostly what they're, they're there to do is to control the board state. And if you're the type of person who enjoys that... Man, Citadel is a great way to not really do a lot of damage and feel really important if you're <laughs> if you're used to that kind of thinking. It's it's interesting because like you would say, oh, are you used to p- playing a control mage? Very effective in like D and D and Pathfinder, where you just cast hold monster, hideous laughter, yeah. grease, yeah, <laughs> like just really powerful crowd control abilities. This is a melee path. Yeah, that you can do that and without feeling like you're super vulnerable by being in combat. It's a lot of fun when they're like seven points of damage and you're like, okay. Oh, whatever. Yep. And if you have more than seven armor, you mm-hmm. get to hit them as an immediate reaction. Step six death gets really fun stuff. They get Hecatomb, which is the ability we added that you damage yourself to deal a ton of damage to everybody who can see you. And then you get your Ravener, which is a giant flesh golem that deals damage and heals itself and denies an area, becomes a second tank. Fire gets a passive called Crucible. Every time you hit with an attack action that deals fire damage, you gain a Crucible point, and every round when an enemy takes no fire damage from one of your active effects or a miss attack, you lose a Crucible point, and you may have a maximum amount of them equal to your level. And whenever an enemy targets you with a melee attack, they must first succeed at an endurance check, and if they do, they attack as normal. If they fail, they must choose a different action or no action at all, and the endurance check is made more difficult by the amount of crucible points you have. I like that. So it's just hard to overcome how much heat yes. you're putting off to attack you. And I think that's a really that's really powerful for fire. Because yeah. 
you're a living hand grenade. It also just feels so good and flavorful. And it mm-hmm. and again, that feels like something that D&D never really did with that specific. Yeah, you could place sanctuary and and buffs yeah. like that on people as like a paladin or a or a cleric, but not it's not self-eminent in the same way for like evocation wizards. I, ju- I just like the image of a fire mage strolling through a fight. Yeah. And everyone's just like, no, oh, <laughs> too oh, I want to deal with it. Oh, Archers, kill that yeah. guy right now. <laughs> you have to knock him out. He's too hot for us to get close to. Damn. Too hot to handle, and uh, ice is about to be too cold to hold. Ooh. So, And they also get primer, which is a per-scene swift ability. You focus on your attack, and if your next attack this round hits, you roll a d4, and the target gains a fire vulnerability equal to the result. You roll another four, and the target's dodge is also reduced by that result. Ooh against attacks that deal fire damage. Both effects last until the end of the scene. Now, only criticism I have about Primer is that the damage bonus doesn't scale with your level. Yeah. Right? And you're already step six. Um, I just think that the, the dodge nerf yeah. is worth it. I mean, the, the extra damage is icing. Oh, yeah. I think the extra damage is icing. However, you can only use this on one enemy once per scene. We should... I'll add a note that you can only get this by the time you get to step six, right? Mm-hmm. A D4 in um, dodge is permanently good. We don't, yeah. it doesn't need to be better than that. Damage, I mean, you're already minimum step, you're minimum level five. Yes. We could have it start at level five at a D4 and go up per level because it, there are then, so many. Then it's got to be disconnected from the, the, the dodge. Buff. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my thinking is, is roll a D4. It's dodge is reduced by that many. And then you your level minus four is the dice tier on how much mm-hmm. extra fire damage you deal. Because if you think about it, we're at we started die at four, right? Then it goes die six, die eight, die ten, die twelve, two D I mean it, yeah. by, by that time you're very mm-hmm. high level. Although that ooh, that's a lot of extra damage, potentially. But you do have to roll it still. To you have get, to roll it and and what, to get to two D six you have to be step ten? Um No. No, I don't Six, even think you even eight. get it. I'm, I'm just adding yeah. the, the extra levels. Uh, you would have to be level 10. Yeah. So, and so you would be steps. You'd be, Once an encounter. You'd be step 11 fire. Yeah. 2d6 for an encounter, an, an additive yeah. counter ability. Yeah. At step 11, you're fine. You've made a lifelong commitment. Yeah, yeah. you're, yeah. you're, mm-hmm. you're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to make something for step seven that is going to deal more damage than that. For sure. So, yeah, I think I'm good with that. Yeah. You guys think so? Yep. Yes. How about, ooh, how about this? How about increases purely from your ranks in fire? Or is that is that a weird uh, disconnect that, from the rest of the system? I think that's a weird disconnect from the rest of the system. Okay. All right. Because so, the abilities that you get for taking a step always should improve no matter what steps you take. I agree. From leveling up, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I agree. We'll test it. We'll test it. I know. I, know, I have a guy for that. I'm kind of, I mean, really the sweet spot on that thing is the dodge reduction. It's oh, yeah. That, and also just with how, if you're casting with hands, or there's a bunch of other stuff where, like, mm-hmm. the more you hit a single target, the worse it gets. It It's good with flavor. It's good mechanic. Yeah. And um, when you're used to having your dodge and it just gets taken away from you, that is your world. And, and I also think it's good that it's specific to fire damage. Yes, that's a good pick. Because if it was everyone, it would be mm-hmm. it would be ridiculous. I almost think that maybe it's better to have the damage not be a roll, whereas the dodge being a roll is that yeah. rolling a d4 is relevant to dodge reduction yeah. the entire game. Whereas I think um, 
instead of you know instead of making a dice tier we could just say it's a flat two damage extra that increases by one with your level so their fire vulnerability goes up by one point with your level from that ability what do you think max always down with the easy math or should it be should it be two or should it be based on your strength strength plus Mm. plus your level from here on out if it's strength i don't think it, it should increase with your level okay because you can increase it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I like that better, Liam. Did fire vulnerability increase by a number equal to your strength? Yeah. You can scale it or not scale it. Sold American. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Because then mean, it can increase with your level if you choose that to be yeah. the thing you increase. Okay. Yes, I like that. Well, I got a lot of fire experience under my belt, and that sounds <laughs> real good. <laughs> More incentive to increase strength as fire when composure is your main damage stat is good. I don't think it is. Composure? Yeah, no. that, that's that's your primary damage additive, and strength uh, also adds to it. Yeah. But it adds to your dodge as well. It adds to your dodge. Your, like, I don't think you ever would increase your composure because all of strength does the same thing, and it adds to your dodge. Hmm. That's a good point. But I, I kind of like that because I think... Doesn't ice get... Ice almost gets the same thing with endurance. You get secondary bonuses from composure yes. that are more useful. Like, you get an increased number of orbs that also deal mm-hmm. extra damage and stuff like that. Okay, so yeah. so judging those two and, and juggling them, I think it's fine. And two stats is fine. It's, two, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. There are builds that are going to use three stats, yeah. just based on pathing. Especially hybrid builds. Yeah. Um, so step six, ice. Ice, baby. Um, they've got three things. They get frostbite. This is similar to uh, that, primer. Well, these being... Attached makes sense. Whenever an enemy becomes affected by a targeted or area ability of yours, and whenever it strikes you with a melee attack, it gains a stack of frostbite. So all of these things give it stacks of frostbite. Mm -hmm. And whenever you deal damage to an enemy afflicted by frostbite, you deal extra damage equal to the number of stacks. Perfect. Simple. Like, uh, it's the opposite of the fire one where it becomes harder to hit you based on the stacks. This Mm -hmm. one, you just deal more damage. Coating of frost. I think we did the. I think we did both of these in the same episode. I think it was a fire and ice episode. Yeah, the Pat Benatar episode. Yeah, nice. The Ralph Bakshi episode. Nice. What's another fire and ice? The J. Uh, the George R. R. Martin. Nice. Song of Ice and Fire. Nice. That terrible gum that I did not like. <laughs> so coating coating of frost is what they get. Is uh adds a boon to you and your allies. All effective allies with the burst gain shielding equal to double your composure. That's great. Just yep. a, just a shield. And it's a per scene ability, and it's a burst three, so it's pretty big. It takes your attack action. Totally worth it. Yep. Totally worth it. Um, especially if you, like, get to go first, and it's your first action. It, with the changes to initiative, Yeah. your first action spending it to as an, spending an attack on that to do that. Well, you can't spend an attack. You can spend a move, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, never mind then. And Ice Skate, which is basically turns him into Iceman or uh, Frozone. Hell yeah. Uh, you slide along Frost. Where's my super suit? If there is an area that has been affected by one of your abilities or an enemy effect afflicted by any stacks of Frostbite within 10 spaces of you, you may disengage your speed towards it. That's fun. That's going to change a lot. It's going to open up a lot of action, actions for people and interesting turns. All right. And the last one that we have complete and written is Step 6 Scoundrel. So they get um, an immediate at-will action called Baiting. When you're hit by a targeted attack while an adja- while adjacent to an enemy who did not make the attack, you may make a basic attack roll, and you basically just redirect it into an adjacent <laughs> enemy. Uh, very fun, uh, simple, and not the only thing they get. <laughs> Which is but also just also just so flavorful of very. just 
that's something champion wouldn't do unless again you co-path yeah and, and it doesn't fill in the flavor but the idea of just like it's, some, it's something you could imagine citadel doing but not in flavor not no. like like mechanically you could imagine it but in flavor this is scoundrel like oh citadel wants to take the hit yeah and yeah. then give it back exactly <laughs> scoundrel's like no uh and they get spring traps so new trap this was, we had a lot of fun with this one. You pick a direction when placing the trap. When an object your size or smaller enters the space, it is propelled eight spaces in the chosen direction. <laughs> <laughs> For every one space the triggering object travels upwards, subtract one from its total dif- distance. So you could throw it up four spaces. Yeah. Which is, that's 20 feet. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty far. I could, I could even imagine the scoundrel using that on himself to like rocket jump. Oh yeah. Like, Do a real speedball, uh, <laughs> yeah. fastball special. Uh, and we put in back pocket bolo, which I'm sure we all remember. Yes, mm. we, we really went to town on that one. All right, so champion, champion doesn't have a step six yet. So step six champion is probably going to be, let's see, the last things we gave them in step. Let's get a quick rundown of their abilities. I think. What do you think? Yes. Okay. So core, um, core champion, plus one to all attacks. They can challenge an enemy where they deal increasingly more damage to one enemy deadly arc and it's basically a melee attack against everybody around you step one five extra damage to enemies who are knocked flat um i don't think that needs to scale no five is great <laughs> you'll always be happy it, to get that extra five it becomes less and less important but you get more you still and more want it yeah and you get more and more stuff so it doesn't could you have a scoundrel use the box to launch a spinning champion like a beyblade I think you could launch them into an area, and then on their turn, they do the spin. Okay. Right? Still like a Beyblade. Yes. All right, cool. Yeah, exactly. Especially if they keep doing that attack every deadly round. Art. Deadly art. Yeah. Deadly art. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they get Overwhelming Strike, which we're all very familiar with. Just solid single target damage. Double Strike if they're using two weapons. And then Helmet Splitter, which is your bread and butter. That's your that's your scene ability if you want to kill somebody. Step two, they get Manhunter. You get the upper hand against targets within your reach that are slowed or immobilized. Reckless Abandon. It's a stance. It's daily. Whenever an enemy makes an opportunity attack against you, your next attack gains additional damage until the end of your next turn. So basically, it's a, it's a stance that encourages you to provoke opportunity attacks to whip the shit out of somebody. Like Bugs Bunny when he puts his leg out. Yes. Like a pretty lady? Sure. Is that what happens? That's mm-hmm. exactly it. No, this is exactly how it works. Yeah. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> Great. Glad we agree. Step three champion, they get weapon-specific mm-hmm. boons. Piercing lunge, when attacking with a piercing weapon, you may sack your move action to increase your reach by one to for, for the duration of the attack. Battering ram, after you make a successful bashing attack on your turn against an enemy your size or smaller, you may choose to push the enemy one space away from you. If the enemy cannot move due to a solid obstruction, it takes additional strength damage. That's good. Um, Damn. Rending is uh, cutting weapons. If you hit with a cutting attack, uh, the target begins to bleed with a scaling bleed damage with your level. Which is good. It's good. And I then, tried that. It's good. And then you get we get an ability that we still haven't had a chance to see pop off because we haven't gotten a champion that high yet is Showboat. You must being observed by sapient creatures. You get a plus five bonus to your next physical skill check until the end of the scene, which that's just a fun skill check bonus. Just you're showing off. Step four, reaping. When your attack reduces an enemy to zero hit points, you may move your speed and make a basic attack against an enemy that you can see. You may only do this once per round. And relentless advantage. It's another stance. You make a basic attack and whether or not it hits, you enter this stance. Track the damage you deal to targets after entering the stance. For every 20 damage you deal to a target, you deal two additional damage against that target until the end of the scene. I love that. 
and that doesn't need to scale. <laughs> that's, nope. that's great. It, don't worry, it'll scale. Yeah, because you're going to be hitting that 20 damage a lot sooner yes. in later levels. All right, and then uh, step five, armor ferocity. So you add two plus your composure to your armor against attacks from enemies currently affected by your banes. That's huge. And it's it sounds like it's enormous, but composure is not one of your primary stats no. if you're in step five champion. It's probably a one or a two. Yeah. Or a zero. Or a zero. It's probably a zero. So getting a two armor is mm-hmm. yeah. two extra armor, because you're probably wearing armor if you're doing that. All right. So my first idea. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's, I got yeah, go two more to do. I mean, if, no, if, you're, if you got a funny joke. Well, I was just going to say, you know that thing that Crocodile Dundee does to animals oh, and puts yeah. it down? <laughs> what if the champion gets that? We can call it. Oh, I think only Bart Simpson makes that noise. That's where I think I get that from is that mm. episode where he's scared the dogs or whatever. Um, that's fun too. I think that's yeah. similar to challenge. Or, well, no, actually, that's to like calm a thing, right? Yeah, just to, yeah. yeah. Set it down. Sit down. So uh, they get pounce, and it's an at will attack. And as part of this attack, you may move your speed and make a basic attack, gaining a plus two to dodge against opportunity attacks during this movement. Uh, it scales well with other stuff and is interactive. I like it. Yep. One thing is that it's an at will ability. Oh, I feel like it should almost be a scene. Like, how often can you use that? How about instead of you, as part of the attack, you may move your speed, we can say, if you move while doing this. No. I'm actually, say, if I'm, you sacrifice your move action, you must spend your move action as part of this. Mm-hmm. If you do, you may jump your speed. Okay. Does that make sense? And you gain a plus two. Yeah. And regardless of whether or not so, a so jump is just, included. Just so that they're not getting double move all the time yes, with that. Yeah. Because yes. they can just double move every turn. They move and then jump. You know? Yeah, but then would you want to remove Overwhelming Strike for that all the time? You probably wouldn't. This is for getting into combat. Yeah. How about if you... It says you may move your speed and make a basic attack, gaining a plus two. What about instead of it being an attack action, it's a move and attack action? You have to spend both. We just yeah. say that. Yeah. You get to move two further than your yeah. base speed. You may include a jump in any portion of this, and we can we'll come up with rules with jumping that I don't think we should put into this. Like you, during any part of this, you may include it as a jump. You may jump your speed. If you don't, your speed increases by two. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. So you either increase your speed by two or you get the... The leap, yeah. The leap that gives you the plus two to dodge? You, you get the plus two to dodge okay. no matter what. If you don't jump, you move further. If you do jump, you get to jump your speed, which is probably Huge. much further, yeah, than you normally would. So you could... Just, just for gaps and walls and yeah, yeah, and just flying in, just yeah, Ric Flair, Nature Boy, <laughs> woo, that'd be fun. Okay, uh, we'll make that change to pounce, uh, and then magnanimous defense. You loudly proclaim that you intend to spare a foe. <laughs> you and you get a boon if you've previously dealt damage to an enemy. You get plus two to compose your composure skill checks and your composure defense until the end of the scene or until that target takes damage. That's very small, but I it, love it. it can be with everything else that you just <laughs> yeah. got, right? But I also just love it just because it's so, again, that's flavor, baby. Yeah, agreed. It's like a Swiss Army knife. You don't use the toothpick very often, but you're glad you got it. I'll spare thee. <laughs> you, sir, is or that... I'm saving you for last. That's a fun one. Is that man crying? No, I'm not. It looks like he's crying. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody touch him. Tilly's had a strop. <laughs> Take a moment to compose yourself. We'll be with you in a minute. Stop! <laughs> don't don't want to slay a man while he's crying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not crying. He's wearing glasses. We'll wait for him to take him off. The rest of you, come on. So step six, it seems like they've gotten 
since step two, they got their first stamp. Step four, they got another one. Do another stamp. Yeah. So the two they've got, we already went over. Reckless Abandon, where they are trying to provoke opportunity attacks. And Relentless Advantage, where your damage increases for every 20 damage you deal. That's single target. It specifies that it's against the same, uh-huh. uh, the same target. So we've got one that you want to be mobile and provoking. And we've got one where you deal increased single target damage. What about when there's people around you? Let's yeah. What what about when there's a bunch of stuff? Yeah. For you to kill. It seems like a fun third thing, and also appropriate to save till now. Yeah. So you're really like jumping into the into yeah. the shit. I mean, damage is always good. Just dealing damage, extra shit. Damage is always good. This might sound like it's treading too much on Citadel, but what about um just a. You make a stance. You're surrounded by a bunch of dudes. You're in full Jackie Chan mode. <laughs> every every attack that's made against you, you get an opportunity attack back. I like that, except that I think it's often that you won't be the focus, right? So yeah. so the the reason why the provoking an opportunity attack thing is good is because it's up to you. You can force the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you jump into a big group of dudes. They may not be incentivized to attack you other than your Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't really get to force the issue. So what if what if there's something that I, I like the idea of them provoking extra attacks from you. But we already have something that deals with opportunity attacks. Eh. Receiving them. Yeah. But what about something that like you're stomping around and every time you damage an enemy, adjacent enemies to you? take damage maybe i like that you don't have to do an extra attack against them you're okay. just dealing extra i was thinking like a newton's cradle like you have a line of six enemies and you hit one and it just deals damage all oh the way yeah down the line. <laughs> that'd be fun like uh tick versus the idea man when he flicks one in yeah. the head and they all hit their heads together and then it goes back yeah <laughs> all right idea man we've made this joke <laughs> yeah what's the big idea <laughs> the first episode of the cartoon tick watch it so do we want you to have to do extra attacks or do we want like a pet because you're in a stance you do a passive thing because here's the thing if we make it so that you're dealing out extra attacks all the time we're we're in like monk territory yeah and also it'll take a lot of time yeah i i just like the idea okay you do an attack Mm -hmm. enemies on either side of it take damage like a you shall not pass kind of or just 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 your attacks are ferocious What's the flavor of it? So if if people, how about it's it's not people next to each other, but people next to you. Okay. And the idea is you're just making wild swings. Blade dance. Something like that, or yeah, I would imagine like even more like berserk, you know, than than something as like composed as a dance, you know. Yeah. What if it's you deal damage? If one of your attacks hits, you pick an enemy adjacent to you to take additional damage. Every time one of your attack la- one of your attacks lands, yes. So it would make sense for somebody who's dual wielding to get more additional damage off, right? For each attack, right? But it would still make sense to do this if you're using a two hand. Yeah, and I think it should scale with dexterity and strength. Hmm. Well, the chance to hit scales with dexterity for yeah. sure. Um, I, th- I still think the damage should. Yeah, because this is like rather than it scale with your level, it should be attached to. Your two main stats. How, what if it's literally just half the damage you dealt? I like that. So actually. we don't have to roll again. You're just yeah. dealing. Okay. And I think it should also it should work for your dailies and your encounters. So you can yeah. you make up you make a helmet splitter. That secondary attack after helmet splitter is feeding off that momentum. Would it be more fun if you don't get to pick who it was? Like it, it'll never be an ally. Yes. But if, uh, if you're kind of like in blind fight mode, like yeah. it just happens. Like you're yeah, just whatever, going. Yeah. Whoever's, whoever's within your reach. 
right? So if you're using a reach yeah. weapon, like that's another way to mm-hmm. to to really. I like that off. a lot. Okay, that's a fun stance. It they'll take half the damage, and you and if there's more than one additional target, you have to roll. Yeah, okay. it's chosen. We'll just say it's chosen at random. You, we yeah. don't have to. We don't have to specify how you choose a thing at random. If there's two, you flip a coin. If there's three, there's a die three. Sure. Okay, I like that. I think that's simple, and everybody will be drooling over it. Yeah. It's, it's half damage, and that scales with a big two-hander, and it scales with two one-handers. It scales, oh, yeah. like, goes up with reach. Okay. I, but I do like the idea of they're using the two, like, dual-wielding. Dual mm-hmm. The random target is cho- chosen randomly for both ones. Yeah, because so like, we just imagine uh, you're swinging like crazy. But it's only if the attack hits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you'd have to calculate the damage to deal to deal half. Half of no damage is no damage. Yeah. Let's come up with a fun name for it. I, blade dance is cool, but you know what? So often you're not using blades. Often you're not dancing. Yeah, that's true. Um, the flavor's right. Whirlwind strike. I don't because th- I don't think it's that wild. I think it's like furious. Yeah. The, the closest thing that we have already is something called reaping, which is you know similar, yes. and that that's a good word. But what's something? What takes wide swings? Like yeah, we already have something called arc. So. It's good. I mean, it's yeah. good. We're, we're in the same thing. I'm just thinking of scythe. Um, Scything something could work. Let me scything strike. Uh, let's, but let's click on sweeping. Let's see what that brings us. Wholesale, wholesale slaughter. How about that? I yeah. like that. It's it. So uh, oh, I like that. <laughs> Because also sounds like a wrestling move. Yeah, <laughs> or a wrestling uh, character. But the idea that like, all right, I'm going to enter the stance of wholesale slaughter. <laughs> Is he like I a... am become merchant of death. Yeah. Is he a greengrocer? Like he's got like a white apron and he just comes in the ring? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Wholesale slaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's... It's a Sam's Club uniform. Yeah. He's got a meat tenderizer. <laughs> he's coming he's for you. You're fucked. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh he's Sergeant Slaughter's uh yeah. protege. Uh I like it. Uh he's the chef in Sergeant uh, Slaughter's yeah, yeah. <laughs> wholesale slaughter. Cookie. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, so we're going to do now step six command, I think. Or, okay, here's the three. We got command, marksman, 
Radiance. I want to. I almost want to do Marksman the most. Marksman. Let's see what I'm kind of feeling. Marksman. Okay. Whoa! What is what? What's going on right now? Who could it be? Hey, gentlemen. Sorry, I'm late. It's Uh, done. It's the daylight savings caught up. I didn't. I couldn't remember if we were doing. It's my my. I haven't set my watch, so that's. It's actually seven o'clock on my watch. That was like a month ago. Doug, you're a time traveler. There are so many daylights you saved. No, yes. no, it's not multiple. Time, it's not time travel. It's and it's 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 space travel. It's 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 a uh, time location. space. Well, it's just the space. I haven't gotten the time mastered yet. So, oh. well, master, but you like do it, right? Uh, dabble. You dabble in time travel, but it's it's not. You're a time yeah. dabbler. We're all traveling through time right now. Look, d- it's linear. One, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like it's extra disrespectful for a time traveler to show up late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I told you that it was the daylight savings. It, right? It's they, true. It's, it, I, yeah. my, it, time is, it's, first of all, time is relative, so depending right. on where you are. Oh, hold on. Sure. Listen, I think we're going to have this, a serious conversation about this. You need to, I'm going to make a Penrose diagram, and you need to show me exactly how you showed up late. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, point, I'll point to, to the daylight savings, uh, <laughs> like, whatever it is, decree. We were at right angles to all time. Yeah. Look, just and written, written, written by the Kaiser during World War One. Oh, that's what? the reason. While you're at it, can you explain Primer to me again? That's a mediocre film that's really pretentious. Oh, I thought I thought it was clever. <laughs> it's clever as well. Go right? sit in the box. <laughs> sit in the box. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a fine. Film. It would be funny if at the end of Seven he says, "What's in the box?" and the guy from Primer like steps out. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> I heard you found God. Oh shit. Okay. All right, well, Doug, while you're here, let's try to bang out another step six. We've got um, Command, Marksman, and Radiance. Marksman's my pick. I like Marksman. That's my but that's, that's my pick. You know, yes. partial. Okay. Let's do Marksman. Marksman. All right. I have a special place in my heart. It's a, it's a bullseye. All right, so quick rundown of Marksman. Core, we, remember, we, they had a pretty big overhaul yes. last time we, we saw them. So they get range training, which you, you pick Assault or Longshot Marksman. Uh, and if you are... This is, if you're made of bees... All your bees get bows. Like Little a bee, tiny bows. Like a bee aircraft carrier? Like a like, bee aircraft... Oh, like Mrs. Pac-Man? Does Mrs. Pac-Man fill the bees? No, she's got a bow. Oh, that would have blown my mind. No, not like, like Miss Pac-Man. 30-something years of my life not knowing that Miss Pac-Man you know, was full of bees. You know, Miss Pac-Man wasn't, like, actually made by Namco. It was a hack job done by, like, some dudes in Missouri, and then they just brought it to Midway, and Midway mass-produced it. Hmm. Mm, those are the days. Did you know that Pac-Man was supposed to be called Puck-Man? Yeah, but the Japanese were like those American pigs. No, they were afraid it was they would scratch it and it would say "fuck man." By who? Those Children. American pigs. They would, yeah, because the Japanese kids don't know what the word "fuck" means. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now yeah. they do. I'm sure there's fun. Oh, I wonder what the kanji like equivalent is, and like what the nearest shape to "fuck" would be. You know? Oh, Could they yeah. make Pac-Man now? If the, if like if they don't like was to make too, movies, is it too offensive? Yeah, because <laughs> they don't they don't make movies about ghosts and stuff anymore. I'm thinking of China, not Japan. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, no. Yeah, though, Did, Japan ghosts, really loves ghosts. Yeah. All the ghosts coming from Japan these days. But wouldn't Pac-Man be the enemy in the game? So he plays the ghost. This is... In China, they would be like ancestral spirits, like, and like Pac-Man's like a demon trying to eat your ancestral spirits, and you gotta... Either way, it. it's not good for, for, Look, for their... No one in China's ancestral spirit is named Clyde. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the 1990s Mulan. I think I know a little bit about China. So you pick assault or long shot, and if you pick assault, um, in at your core you get two features that make it a little bit easier to have the assault style. So you get run and gun, where uh, you can fire mid stride with that penalty, and then you get snapshot, where 
once per round when an ally misses with an opportunity attack within five spaces, you make a single basic range attack against the targeted enemy as a free action. If the enemy provoked the opportunity attack while moving, you may use this ability against them at any space in that movement. So we took the the unlimited missed opportunity attacks yeah. thing away from Slish because it was ridiculous. It was fun, though. It was fun. It was and, also and broken. It was fun, and we're like, okay, we're going to live in this moment, and then it's this beautiful moment. We're taking it away because yes. it had to be. And if you pick long shot style, you can spend a move action on your turn to aim. And if you do, you get plus two to hit with your next attack this turn, which means you could do it just right before you attack. So spend your move action, get a better chance to hit, and you get strong draw. So you may treat the strength requirement of ranged weapons as though they were one fewer. And we made heavier bows that deal more damage that have higher strength requirements. So it makes it easier for you to benefit from being a long shot. They get a at-will attack called Fire from the Hip. If the attack hits, you may disengage as a free action. So good. And punch through, you ignore extra armor equal to your intellect. And if the attack hits, make a second attack roll against a creature beyond the first, in line with you and the target, and within your range. The second attack is not granted cover by the first. If the second attack hits, the second creature takes half the damage of the first. Tight. Pretty self-explanatory, and also incentive enough... That you could do either of these as either style, but hopefully it's incentive enough to bias you towards one yeah. based mm-hmm. on what you picked. Well, I just even think situationally is going to, like, the yeah. situations provided to those types of characters will let you know which one you're going to use. Yeah. Uh, they get a feature called Worrying Shots. Critical hits with your range attack grants allies the upper hand against the effective target until the end of your next turn. That's great. Yep. Impossible shot. You cannot be wielding a light range weapon to do this but you double the range of your ranged uh, weapon attack for this attack, and it's an at-will. That's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. You get rapid fire, can't be wielding a heavy ranged weapon, so you attack twice with the same ranged weapon. And pinning shot, where you hit them, you deal your weapon tier plus 12, and the enemy is immobilized until the end of your next turn. Great. Those are all... That's just bread and butter, baby. We used that in the when those monsters were trapped in the doors or whatever, when we went into... Oh, yeah. Where we, uh, we, we created a bottleneck in yes. the doorway yeah that that doug's character Good was times. the bottleneck yeah the uh, the, the raccoon adonis the yes last perfect time. Fl- flowers for adonis uh <laughs> still oh, such a good reference it was great such a good reference uh, uh, thank you <laughs> step two marksman they get shoot the gap it's a feature allies do not provide cover for enemies against your range attack and great. devastating shot is a daily they may sacrifice their move action this turn to augment the damage of this ability so it already does 19 plus your weapon but augmented is 29 damn it's just a huge hit step three increase draw weight so you add your strength to your attacks when you hit with heavy ranged weapons okay and ricochet you can bounce a shot off an object to strike an enemy with a ricochet you may fire at a hard object within range to force your projectile to change direction to hit the target you must have direct line of sight to the object and the object must have line of sight to the target for each bounce the weapon or ability's damage is reduced by five tiers if it will be reduced below tier one it cannot hit the projectile can only move a maximum number of spaces equal to the ability's range is there no light there there's no light one on this on step three we should change that yeah should we yes Hmm. Should that be Ricochet? No. I, I don't think, think, I don't think Ricochet doesn't feel inherently light. Yeah. Well, Ricochet could be useful to a light if you're doing like assault, it you could, know, our totally. like in, in a small space. Well, but it, the, doesn't, the thing is, it doesn't feel Ricochet exclusive. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't like heavy exclude or, heavy, yeah. heavy weapons. Right. So I think, we, and also, that sounds fine. 
but also you could add a light specific thing and that would yeah. be fine because we're doing we're adding damage to to heavy range weapons what yeah, can well, we add the, the thing uh, the thing with uh what was the heavy one add your strength to heavy range okay. weapon attacks so i don't we're adding damage directly mm-hmm. let's do it indirectly with assault then okay uh, I propose we, when wielding a light weapon, the crit range extends to 19. Uh, 1 and 20? Oh, maybe. Like, like piercing weapons. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, that sounds fair. That's yeah. pretty good. I was going to suggest, do we have anything? And it's also just clean. Yeah, Actually, now, now I think about it, this is probably better for a heavy. Uh, but the So keep this in mind, maybe for a heavy thing. But I was going to say, do we have anything about arrows piercing someone going through them into the next target? Yes. That's, yeah, that's their core ability with heavies. I thought the core ability was... You get long shot style, and there's a... um, You basically line up, and you pierce through and hit the guy, and they take half damage if they're behind him. Oh, okay. This was... Okay. I'm confusing it with a non-range thing. No worries. Um, It's like we've been doing this for years. I like the the crit range thing, except for it's not... It doesn't exclude heavy weapons. Okay. Right? Like, that's the... Yeah. I like it. Let's let's maybe put that in step six. But, like, we'll, 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 we'll bench that. Um, but it doesn't exclude heavy weapons. What can you do with a light bow? Is it the bow itself? Like, I just feel like the benefit is you're super mobile, right? Yeah. And and maneuverable. You can pick yeah. extra targets. You can. Could you get it like a cheap shot? In yeah. The face could you use the bow as a melee weapon? What like, if when you crit, still more of a heavy thing? What if what if when you crit, you get a free attack? Double tap. Yeah, but then again, it's. I mean the. Getting adding strength with every attack is much better than occasionally getting getting a crit. One, yeah, if we divide that damage by yeah. twenty, right? Which is what it so is. So we're talking like a Mongol bow. We're talking crossbows. Yeah, yeah. We're talking we're talking recurve light crossbow. Okay, so small. Mm-hmm. What about every time you damage two enemies around, you get a free attack? So for instance, you can shoot a guy and not have an extra attack, but somebody provokes one from you with your with your core feature, you shoot at that guy, and then you get a third one. Or is that too many attacks? Yeah. I, I don't think that's too many attacks. I also think that will happen super rarely. That'll ha- I think that'll happen rarely than critical attacks. Well, the, the thing, though, is you can, provoke, you can force the issue because you get double shot with a light weapon. Yeah, okay. But imagine getting shot with a crossbow or a light bow from, like, five feet away. Would it have extra damage being that close mm, i don't think so mm. not really like i'm thinking like a like i mean a real the idea of, the idea of something like a point blank yeah yeah we like is, some kind of shotgun style weapon yeah. would be cool mm-hmm. i think i don't think that's for the flavor of bows no. or and the difference in damage i don't think would be the korean crossbow that you can shoot multiple arrows from. maybe something for an enemy that's already like let's say immobilized by a pin shot Hitting an immobilized enemy is but, good. But that's also, that feels like all marksmen mm-hmm. should be able to do that, not light. I like the idea of just, yeah, you've already hit two, you go for a third. You're on a roll. Ooh. You're running hot. What about you don't provoke attacks of opportunity if you disengage after shooting? Or no, because then you just disengage before, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? So I think the not provoking attacks of opportunity is pretty good. It's not increased damage. But it makes you slippery, yeah. You know, which is which is you know, if you if you're doing light, you you're more mobile. S- slippery does is important. Yeah, I kind of like that. Only once per round, like you provoke, you get to ignore one. Like you can choose not to. Pro- yeah. Maybe after a successful hit. Mm. No, 
<laughs> like that. If just because it's so Because it, it also strange. messes up the time, right? Yeah. Like Because the idea is if I am on low health and I'm going to shoot somebody in front of me and I provoke an, 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 mm-hmm. an opportunity attack and they hit me and it kills me, I never get to fire because right. that's the idea is that I'm, right. I'm doing it in that time. Um, I like the idea. Let's let's say that for later. I think okay. I like I like yeah. that, but I I want to. It doesn't feel like I kind of like that. If you hit two targets, I like that once per round. If you hit if you hit two targets on the second target hit, you get a free attack against a third. I, in fact, I want to make it even better. Okay, every attack past two, or yeah. So Same. you hit two targets, you get three. You hit three targets. Not including that, like, if you do rapid shot and then you get an attack of opportunity, you get attacks for both. So it's like the last frame on a bowling. But here's the thing. I think that's crazy better than increased draw weight for the for the, for the the right party, right? Because if you've got command, right? Like, yeah. you're being granted attacks. I mean, I think if, you, if you're doing assault style, you're probably just going to force the issue, right? Mm-hmm. Do they have to be two separate targets? Yes. Hmm. Uh, is, this, is it stoop? No, this because mechanically it's not much different. But I'm going to say it anyway. Do you just fire two arrows at once? And if it lands, then it's just double damage. Uh, I don't know, because that, that's what double shot is. Yeah, right. What if the extra attack cannot be somebody you've already hit? So that yeah. way, you can fire twice at the same target, and if they both hit, you get a free attack against somebody else. Yeah. And if you if you shoot at two different targets, you need a third yeah. to get the benefit. I feel like that's a self-balancing thing. You want to try that? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, what do we call that? Fanfire. Fanfire? Like fan the hammer? Yeah. Um, Third time's a charm. Plucky? (laughs) I don't hate plucky. (laughs) I don't hate it. We already have rapid fire, right? Yeah. We have quick draw already somewhere, I'm sure. That's almost like suppression. Yeah, bullseye, something like... How about like hairy? I like that. Harrying fire or something like that? It's good. You guys like that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Harrying fire it is. Okay, that's step three, Marksman. All right, let's keep moving. We're fixing stuff. Don't, yep. we're, this is important. The game has changed since the last time we made we made steps. Okay, step four. Uh, this is where they get the the fun shit. Uh, versatile quiver one. So this is the first the first rank of versatile quiver. Uh, the mastery of fletching and familiarity with your gear allows you to pull specific arrows. Or bol- this is the Hawkeye thing. Yeah. You, you you pull out a trick arrow. So once per turn as part of your attack action you may choose one of the projectile types listed below and apply them to the attack if the attack hits apply the effect if the attack misses the projectile is expended hollow arrow you get one per scene target starts bleeding damage is your level plus one uh, of dice tier great uh explosive arrow arrow explodes on impact damaging all creatures and burst one of the target with fire damage instead of your weapon damage and that it does your level plus two is your dice tier piercing um you get two per scene and the attack's damage ignores armor equal to your intellect. If the attack is a critical hit, ignore all armor. And then we have heavy broadhead. Does that stack with the other armor ignoring you can do with other abilities? I think I think it should. You How only about, get yeah, all right, all right. Ignores additional armor yeah. equal to your intellect. Okay, well, so we'll change that for piercing. It will ignore additional armor equal to your intellect. Yeah, because so punch, punch through already does that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of you're punching through with an armor-piercing arrow. Yeah. You're like, yeah, of yeah. course, that works better. And then unlimited, you've got heavy broadheads. Increases the damage of the attack by two tiers. So Ooh, all, I like of your, that. all of your damage goes up in, in marksman step four. That's good. I like that. All right. 
And then uh, you get catch a breather. So you suddenly become aware of the enemy's positioning and you move to gain advantage. So this is a scene ability. It's a move action. You may disengage a number of spaces equal to your dexterity and regain health. The hit point you regain is your endurance and your composure added together plus one plus your level in dice tier. So pretty good. And it's a scene, which is good. I like those. Step five, suppressive fire. Your hail of projectiles feels relentless and oppressive to enemies, causing them to second guess themselves. Um, if you hit with two range attacks in one round, <laughs> damn it. Oh, we already. Enemies within range of those same attacks and within your line of sight move at half speed until the start of your next turn. I feel like that's fine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's good. We don't need to change it. No. Just yeah. because it has the same start trigger. Effect, yeah. No, I like the fact that it triggers that and you fire a third. Yeah, a third shot yeah. into them being slowed because this will this will affect uh, heavy and light. Yeah. yeah, so and then distracting shot. It's an at will attack. You send a shot across the enemy's proverbial bow. You buzz their tower and it rattles them, making them clumsier. I like that I used two metaphors for the same thing. I don't yeah. care. I'll it's keep good. it. I'll keep it. Uh, the effect is the target gains negative two to dodge and negative two to hit until the end of your next turn. That's fucking rad. That's an yeah, that's yeah. an at will. So it the damage though is. Your weapon tier plus your level, minus four. Solid. Right. Works out, yep. It's not what you're going for. Yeah, okay. So that's distracting shot. Do we want to make a new rank of versatile quiver this early? Because I feel like they probably haven't gotten the full breadth out of that, right? Because we gave them a ton of options. Mm-hmm. If if anything, we could add versatile quiver too, and it's just... That's what I mean, yeah. It, we could totally do that and literally just go... You get an extra hollow arrow. You get an extra this arrow. You get an extra that arrow. Done. I, I before before we go too far, I have a question about distracting shot. The idea is that you do you basically air quotes miss on purpose. Yeah, you 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 basically like flash in front of their face. You know, should there be something where if you are missing on purpose I mean, but you're, you failed, you're still, you're, you're still hitting them. That's the thing. You the are shot, hitting them. The shot is distracting. Yeah, you're okay. ringing their bell. Yeah, I gotcha. Because I think if you miss on purpose but you failed the roll. Do you hit them? <laughs> that's fun. In, in a way, in a way that's like, whoa, well, this is this is like, oh, this is the head, this is the head mayor of the town. I just want to scare him. I'm gonna do distracting shot. <laughs> oh, I fucked up. He's dead. Now we're wanted for murder. <laughs> I, I always thought of distracting shot as you're hitting them, but you're you're picking a place that makes a lot of noise or yeah. is very visible or is like. But your metaphor of buzzing yeah. the tower mm-hmm. is is more of like, well, he didn't hit the tower. He just, yeah, you know. The metaphor doesn't match because we do want yeah. them to hit, right? But it's a fun image. Uh, <laughs> Ring his bell is, you know. Could we like, have? Is there another metaphor for like, like a plane hitting a tower or something? Is that uh, more? I don't think it's ever happened. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Right. No, airplane pilots are too good to. They don't yes. hit towers. Yeah, we the FCC would. The, the yeah, FAA would step yeah. in. You know, they would stop them. Haven't sure. you seen the movie Pushing Tin? Come on. Yeah, you know I've seen Pushing Tin. <laughs> 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 All right. So Liam had the idea of extending the crit range from one to twenty instead of instead of uh, uh, just twenty. I like that, Liam. You like it for just assault? Yeah, you're up close and personal. You get to see them. You are picking picking your shots. I don't know. Do you feel I, it should be both? I think so. Okay, because I do want to bring long back. Long shot is definitely also picking sure. your shots, right? But I definitely mm-hmm. in this step because I don't think we did the previous two steps. I do want to differentiate between um, long shot and assault. We can't. With that specifically, but we can differentiate yes. between light and heavy range. Yes, well, I'm saying yeah. that's what, yeah. Assault and long shot can, like, you can be a long shot marksman. With a light bow. With a light bow and just benefit from the lighter abilities. But you get to, for instance, if you're going to use rapid fire, 
you could spend your move action to get a plus two to both yeah. if you're long shot style, right? Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into that, let's sign off on the on the crit. Yeah, it's great. Okay. What was the other thing that we mentioned? I think I think it was something I brought up, but I yes. don't remember what it was. Oh, it was not provoking attacks of opportunity? Yeah. Yes. Once per, once per in, round. Yeah. How about instead of once per round, from one target? At that time? Way, yeah, because your shot, every time that you shoot, you get to pick a, pick a target adjacent to you. You do not provoke opportunity attacks from that target. So that way, if you're surrounded, yeah. they're, they're going to hit you, yeah. right? So you can use it to get away. You can Strategic. And you yeah. can literally just call it slippery. They're just when slippery. Wet. Slippery when wet. Yeah. It's a great album. Okay, I, I like that. It's not too powerful. You're step six yeah. marksman, right? Mm, like, yeah. that's a fun exception to the rules you get. You've been dedicated to make it this far. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're past the point of going one for one in mm. two steps. We got two passives, right? We got crit range doubles. We yep. remove your lowest roll. Every time you fire while adjacent to one or more enemies, you may pick one enemy and do, you do not provoke opportunity attacks from them. Do we have any... What were the abilities before that? There was ability that was triggered by crit, right? Yes. Everybody is granted the upper hand against that enemy. Perfect. No, no, so no. we already have that? Okay. Yeah, no. The, right. the whole thing is I was like, um, is that interaction too much? And then saw that and we're like, nope. Granting the idea. upper hand more... Granting the upper hand more, while that is definitely going to affect mm-hmm. the battlefield and change things, because it's so dependent on what everyone else does, mm-hmm. one, great, two, anything that makes the team feel more cohesive is, design-wise, I think something that's in line with what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. My idea would be like a, maybe a daily. I was going to think mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I every immediately sh- was thinking a daily. Go every for shot it. that you've missed in that round, you use that daily and you hit, and they all come flying back like zombie arrows <laughs> maybe like a d4 each one that it's too that's too much but well, it would be like a day for like, it's, it's the, trace, the trace around from zorg yeah you just like element. all your arrows just go up in the air and they're just kind of tooling around till you need them that's very fun imagine yeah. imagine imagine you're playing a campaign you level up in the middle of a fight and then you just drop that on everybody and everybody's oh like what God. the fuck yeah. <laughs> like you could do this all t- no i just figured it out what are you talking about like, you're already firing the arrows <laughs> You've been, you've been missing, you've been missing, you've been, and all of a sudden, ten arrows just... Just call it pain cushion. Yeah. Uh, I feel I like that's, have a, to call that, it. that's a zealotry thing. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, yeah. It's too magical. Yeah. I think Bayraktar. <laughs> you get a bird. Yeah. <laughs> God. No, that's a sidestep. Yeah. Animal companion should be a sidestep. Let's do a daily. Yeah. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think you're on the right track, Max. Something that does something different depending on whether or not you're using a light, light or, heavy or heavy ranged weapon. What about... Is this a stance? Do they get a stance as a daily? Yes, I like this. We're trying to think of what both want. How, how about uh, for the light? Dodge, honestly, right? For a Plus. light, you get a you get bonus damage based on the amount you move for the attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like you that. can move you can move and attack at the same time. Your total amount of movement adds damage. Okay, and then for heavy. Yeah, you, say, yeah, like if you, you should incentivize mm-hmm. standing still yeah, again. Yeah, like if you plant yourself and enemies start to swarm you, you just go kind of Neo and like... Oh, how about this? You get your yeah. movement speed as like a damage bank? No, I, I would almost say this. You gain bonuses based on how long you don't move. So you sit there and you're shooting mm-hmm. and you gain bonuses. You sit there, you don't move, you gain bonuses. There should be a ceiling. It should top out. One of them incentivize... Moving and shooting, one of them incentivizes sting. And float like a butterfly, sting like a bee is a pretty good name for it. Float like a butterfly or sting like a bee. Float like a butterfly, colon, sting like a bee. Float like a piece of paper you really need that's floating in the wind. 
Because that shit will get away from you every fucking time. And Sting likes stubbing your toe. The corner of a bed. Those metal bed frames. Ugh. Yeah. Right what if movement... I kind of like long shot being the people who get increased damage from this uh-huh. more than assault. Yes. I feel like assault should get chance to hit from moving because they're hard to pin down. Like mm-hmm. you're you're getting into places that it's distracting. Uh, yeah, because then you would you would do this your turn. It's it's your daily. You have to lead with an attack, right? And then from that moment, now you start accruing, right? So we could say something like for every round for, from here on, if you have moved more than half your speed you get an extra plus two to any attacks this round and that scales forever yeah and you move two or fewer spaces uh on your turn your dice tier increases by two every round plus two versus two dice tier is not equal uh with, i think plus two might be better no well i think at this point with how much to hit they mm. already have stacked on i think there's diminishing returns from from chance to hit could be like there's i think there's a ch- point where chance to hit tops out pretty good mm-hmm. and damage will just keep going how about just two f- and also two, two two like i guess two tiers isn't that much because it will even out but it can how there about, could be a serious burst with a dice tier increase well g- generally on average yes plus two dice tiers will average out to be just over one average damage yes but what if we just give them an extra two damage for every how about this if they don't move they get plus two to their damage this stacks yes mm-hmm. so they can just stay still and keep just laying down pain for how long until the stance ends until you decide to end it the moment you move it's over yeah. you got a set you get seven foot longbow you're not really dancing two. around trying to move around yeah i mean this might this might actually make it worse you move more than one space in your turn this ends yeah no, it's, it's just to hit right no um, that's damage for long okay bow. so the damage the damage stacks yeah, them, what yeah. You're saying. okay because now I'm thinking of the situation of just, you know, Longbowman standing there saying, okay, I'm doing it. This is my stance. I'm planting here. Yep. Uh, get, you, uh, you fly, you fools, and yeah. I'm going to stay behind. Mm-hmm. And just like, but the longer I go, the harder I'm hitting. Yeah. It almost, I mean, like, that's awesome. But I feel like at a certain point, it's like, I'm going to take a Balrog down with one shot. Yeah. But think about the absolute effort it takes to to keep anybody from getting close to you so you don't have to move. Sure, no, sure, sure, sure. Because it sure. vanishes the moment yeah. that you yeah. have to move, Yeah, right? That's true. Because you can get flanked and then you're fucked, yeah. you know, so. It's not totally useless because if somebody gets up in your face, you can fire one shot at them without provoking an opportunity attack with the new ability they get. Yeah. And then and disengage. <laughs> yeah, so. So disengaging won't count as. as no, no, moving. they lose it, but they get one more shot in, and mm. then they get to disengage. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And I think plus two to hit. We need a stacking. How about a plus one to hit stacking for every round that you go, that you go yes. with the stance with I want, a light. I want one more augment to it. What's that? Which is a movement speed increase. I don't hate that if you're using a light. Yeah, yeah. You are you are in a stance. You are moving, you are shooting, you are just, you're thinking in 4D, and you're moving fast and hard. Two spaces. Yeah. So, 10 feet. All right, so float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like those. I don't know where this would fit, but I have a, a question about a marksman thing, because we're, like, we have the one about the run and gun. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything where, <laughs> if you're running through a battlefield and you're passing enemies, there's something that you could get for every enemy you pass instead of incurring like attack of opportunity? We have that for champions. Champion, champion has that. Okay, yeah. okay. Like counting that's, coup. That's pretty fucking dope. 
almost like it like <laughs> like slingshotting around planets to get around or whatever you're like <laughs> but that yeah that, i guess that makes more sense for champion the, uh, the reckless champion abandon yeah okay and i, I just ask because i'm like as, as we're all ta- as you're both talking i'm just picturing the grid in my head and all the pieces and where they're moving and like how the movement works and is there mm-hmm. anything cool that oh if that looks good mechanically what could that be so yeah. on and so on what if it's if you're moving so fast that things behind you can't stay in their spot yeah like, like you're like sonic away, the hedgehog like a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so <laughs> yeah, need, that's got it i think that's zealotry yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need that's to the hedgehog <laughs> so thank you for bringing that up doug because we need to actually quantify how much extra damage you get because it's not in our, our notes here mm-hmm. from reckless abandon uh, what do you think about a flat five for each opportunity Free. attack incurred? That's good, though. I mean, because you're, right? t- you're taking the risk is the oh, thing. Oh, you are taking, taking a, a heavy risk. risk. Yeah. You can, if your team is good, you can get rid of a good amount of that. You can feel mm. pretty safe. That's, that's dude, like, for a champion move, though, could yeah. you imagine, like, I'm going like, to risk it. I'm going to go past. I'm going to incur five attacks of opportunity. And this one, and this one, and this one. And the whole time you're working towards the one guy that you're like, you, you're the one. Yeah. And then you get there and you fucking stack that shit on top. Yeah, oh, I, that's that's whatever it was going to do, plus 25. Yeah. yeah. If you incur five. Damn. God damn, that's good. It's, it is good. One, it's super risky. Two, it's another thing where if you have... Radiance on there, and you're shielded. Mm. And if you know you have heals incoming, or someone's blessed you with with extra dodge, you feel more likely to take that risk. It's an ability that sounds solo. Does it? Does it get fucking dangerous? So and does, in a group, but does it cancel? Great. Does it cancel if you get hit or stop somehow? Like if you you're incurring, you, you, whether they miss or hit, okay, you get the damage Pretty because it's then. just okay. you getting jacked. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, from gotcha. battle. Yeah. Running through the gauntlet, like hit me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, hit I'm just me. going <laughs> like, through. But also, I would just love your dodge has been stacked. You have a damage shield. Yeah, the first guy misses you. Second guy hits you. Doesn't get it all the way through the shield. Uh, third guy miss like misses you. Then you get hit two more times. You've but you've only taken like twelve damage. Mm. It's a that's a lot. But now I'm trading twelve for twenty five. You hit like, like a meteor. You know? Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good. I like it. It sounds easy to abuse, and I think when you're actually on the table, you're looking at that ability going, I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll risk 10. Like, yeah. I'll risk two attacks of offer. Like, doing five is potentially suicide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have, I have it right now for Reckless Abandon. Until the stance ends, whenever an enemy makes an opportunity attack against you, your next attack gains an additional five damage until the end of your next turn. This effect stacks. Yeah. And then I have the equation down below, which is weapon tier... Damage is your weapon tier plus your level plus ten because you have to you have to start with an attack. Yeah. I want to I want to see like level three helmet splitter <laughs> with reckless abandon, oh, like just a hundred damage. <laughs> but you had to you, to, but you look what you had to do to get there. What you thing. had to do yeah. to get there and line everything up and like also it has to go right. And when things go right in your favor in that narrow opportunity, you should, that is a story moment. You should let your yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, your player should be able to hit a home run and yeah. do something. Stupid. Yeah, you, you know, it's like he only had thirty-five hit. You didn't even need to yeah. do this in, in a game of baseball. You don't get a grand slam every game, but when it happens, <laughs> like it's amazing. I think that's going to do it for us today, Doug. Thank you for taking a break from your life as an international man of mystery <laughs> to join us here. Thank you, my other co-hosts whose names I'm blanking on. <laughs> thank, yeah. thank you, Liam, who are, who are less mysterious. <laughs> thank you, Liam. Thank you, Max. Just and take some you. time tonight and think about who is Waldo. Why is Waldo? Think about it. And thank you, thank you, everyone, for listening. And if you have any comments or suggestions, our Patreon is patreon.com slash RPGFS. Our $2 and up patrons can find us on the Omniverse Discord. 
On Twitter, we are at Homebrew Hombres, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash RPGFS. And until next time, everybody, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.